Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek, a sixth generation shaman and best selling author of Spirit Hacking, bridges the gap between science and spirituality and brings us back to our roots. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders, to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. The time has come to end codependency and put the power back into people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. What is the shaman school? No. You're not going to be studying to pursue a career in shamanism or to bang a drum. The definition of shamanism is one who understands relationship. The shaman school offering reminds you how to have a better relationship with things and how to nurture these relationships, whether it be with yourself, the food you eat, the people you meet, your ancestry, community, the global community, animals, nature, and so forth. My goal is to demystify spirituality, to add a bit of science and understanding of how things operate in the energetic planes. The Shaman School's no nonsense teaching explores all faculties of experience from the physical, the emotional range, the mental capacity for information, dialogue, lexicon, energy, perception, awareness, how to understand the energy of currency, and so much more. Fundamental education teaches the basics that we need in society how to read, write, add, subtract, pay our bills, or how to become doctors, artists, mechanics, etc. But the Shaman School is a school that we all should have been a part of, one that offers the additional tools needed to better understand who we are, why we think the way we do, what's going on behind the scenes, and what we are actually seeing and processing. Are you living well? Are you paying bills just to keep the roof over your head? Are you in a relationship but not fulfilled? Satisfaction cannot be lowered anymore by the inability to recognize possibility. Living well means fulfilling your ideas and your goals and your dreams and having the best time doing it. In the Shaman School, I've extracted the best from all of the world philosophies, religions, spiritual teachings, and theories, offering a juice without pulp that will empower your life. The Shaman School invites you to a world where you're able to seize the tools of understanding, where you're able to have fun and have more because you deserve more. Go to shamandurek.com and click on the Shaman School for the first step toward ultimate happiness and an understanding of your truest self. Let's make things easier and not harder for our life. We deserve that. See you soon. Hello, tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'm Shaman Durek, and I love you. And I'm so happy that you're alive. I'm happy that you came here so we can all be here together at this most amazing time in our evolution where we get to really forward the collective consciousness in a way that we have not been able to for a very, very long time. This makes me extra happy because we are at this amazing point in our evolution 
where we are colliding frequencies into one another to create these ricocheting effects that you see playing out on the planet right now. The only thing about that is you're not supposed to be getting affected. So if you're getting affected, it's because the matrix is drawing your attention to it. So that way you can utilize that energy of being affected to give it to them so that they can take that energy and use that energy to create more of these energies. So it becomes like this explosion of reaction all over the world and creates a higher sense of chaos. Now, I'm not saying for you to be afraid of chaos. In fact, you're so powerful that you can walk right through chaos and not be affected. The key element is for you to stay in your heart space. And for a lot of you, that's been a bit difficult. So here I am to share with you ways that you can stay in your heart space. One of the most important things we have to remember is that what we see right now is exactly what has been happening in the past. So if you ever want to know like what the future is going to be, it's always what you're doing right now, right? what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and what you're saying to yourself. So everything that's happening right now is come from the past, which means that it's on its way out. It's moving, it's changing, it's shifting. The thing is, the more you put your attention on it now, then it comes to be your next experience, which means that all the calamity and difficulty that we see in the world will keep playing itself out as long as we keep putting our attention on it and giving our energy and our power to it. And that's what the matrix wants. It wants us to stay in a perpetual loop or should I say this this wheel of suffering that we don't need to be a part of anymore and has really kind of um, taken too much of our energy and we don't need to do that anymore to give our energy to a system that keeps wanting to take our energy by keeping us on this loop because it keeps drawing our attention away from ourselves. The key element to being able to walk through chaos is to recognize that as long as you are focusing your now experience, meaning every second now, meaning that time is constantly moving. So as long as you're talking, thinking and reacting in a place of love and transformation and seeing the possibility of change and knowing that things can change and knowing that the possibility exists, you can walk through chaos without being affected. And not only that, but you'll create a bubble inside of that chaos that creates a new experience that will happen the week after and the week after and the month after and the year after and so forth, which is what we're dealing with right now, right? We're dealing with the perpetual bubble of chaos that has happened, you know, a while back and is now playing out now, right? And so again, we always want to remember that the past creates the next experience. It's never the other way around. It's not like you're walking towards a future, some destined future. You're actually walking in that which you bring your consciousness to. So if your consciousness right now is focused on love, and healing and transformation and possibility and focus on all the things that we can create and change as human beings for the nature community, meaning the trees and the plants, because that's also part of our community and also for the animals, right? And then for each other and then collectively for our groups and our communities within communities, then that means that literally what you're walking towards is that energy. So, 
It's really important to know that because a lot of times people don't realize that. Like they'll go into a relationship with someone and keep focusing on the past mistakes of that person, not realizing that that past mistake of them focusing on means they're going to get more of it and see more of it. And we have to understand this, this understanding of quantum physics playing itself out in our experiences as we are creating it from the center access and then expanding it from the inner nuclei all the way out into our outer and inner dimensions that move from and to each other. That means that you are sitting in the center of this powerful energy source, right, which I call the force. And in that center, you are creating and everything outside of that center is expanding outward to give you the reality which you're seeing right now. And then it pulls back inward to show you how that reality is being played out, which is why you're getting affected by it, because you're actually experiencing the reality you've created and that we've created collectively. And then when it goes back out again, it's waiting for you to keep creating. So the expansion goes out. Right. And then the breath comes in and shows you like what you've created from the center. And then it goes back out with more creation. And then the breath comes back in, which is you, you know, showing yourself or collectively we showing ourselves what we've all created. And as long as we can remember that when it comes to our health, when it comes to finances, when it comes to relationship, when it comes to what we see, we're going to be okay. But the key is to stay in that space. Now, the fun part of it is realizing where your attention, right? Which means your attention, which is your intention, has to be so clear and so solid on the fact that you're going to stay in that space. The attention gets pulled away because your intention isn't clear, You see, if your intention was clear, meaning that you are solid in that intention, that you got stubborn about that intention, that intention is for you to stay in the momentum of thinking, feeling, and reacting to possibility that creates joy, happiness, harmony, healing, transformation, uh, ethical technology, emotional intelligence taught in schools, like whatever it is that you want to see this world become. So as we as people can have a greater and amazing momentum and experience, it is important for you to stay in that space. If you vacillate from that space, and you go over to reacting, complaining, bickering, arguing, um, but drawing upon fear, drawing upon worry, drawing upon any of these things because of the things you're seeing now, then you don't understand quantum physics and you don't understand that everything you're experiencing right now came from the past thoughts and the past um, reactions and the past focuses. And so the way the matrix operates is the matrix's whole purpose is to keep you distracted from your moment here that you can create from and get you caught up in experiencing the things from the past that is created now. Does that make sense to you? Let me make it make sense to you even more, okay? The past creates your next experience. So as you think, speak, feel, and react, you're creating the next experience, which will be tomorrow, the next week, and the next month, and the next year. 
So every time you stay in that energy, you know where your future is going to end up because you know what you're thinking in every moment. So it's creating it as you walk. So think of it like this. As you think, as you feel, as you react, and as you um, go into those, those energies, the roads are being paved, right? But the moment you start to think, feel, and react in contrary to the things that you are asking to be changed on the planet because you're reacting to what's happening in this moment right now, then that starts creating the roads to your future. So your future will be the same as it is right now. So in relationships, if you want to see your relationship grow, you have to see the possibility in the other person and know the possibility by reacting to it, seeing it, feeling it, thinking about it. And then every step forward will create a new future for you that is built in love, amplification of love, joy, harmony, bliss, excitement, and pleasure, right? So really dialing that in is so important for us in, in, in the human spectrum because that hasn't been taught to us in school. And that's why I'm teaching it and sharing it with you now. And when I say teaching, I mean reminding you of what is already known inside of you. The understanding that human nature has been hijacked because they haven't been given the right information to understand how things are manifested and how things are created. If we are to go into the understanding that the creation of evolution is created by that what we place our attention on, which is coming from our intention, which is then what creates the road in front of us. So in other words, as long as I stay in a place of love, react from love, think about love and feel love, unconditional love and acceptance, my path will always be paved with more of that in front of me. But if I focus on what's happening now and I'm reacting to all the chaos and the fear and the lack and the limitation and the scarcity and the poverty and all the things of that nature, and I start reacting to it, thinking about it, feeling it, then that literally becomes the path forward. And that's what my future will look like. So we have to be really clever here. Right. And cleverness means that you are able to outsmart the system. Now, the system knows that this is how things operate because the system knows how quantum physics operates and it knows how spiritual world operates and it knows how consciousness operates. And so its whole purpose is to keep you distracted. And I'm going to say that word again, distracted, distracted from your ability to be what? Oh, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's coming. There it is. It's coming up. Oh, a creator. That's right. As long as the system can get you to not believe that you are a creator or to make you believe that creation is outside of you, it's some far off place and that you have to win and do all these things in order to get acknowledged and loved and rewarded and so forth in order to have things in your life, then you will become what is called a creator who is not creating but has become codependent. A codependent creator means that you are able to take instructions through whatever force or any authority that uses force and fear against you with the idea that if you don't do or act accordingly, you will suffer or some horrible thing will happen to you. Now, I'm sure you've heard this many times when people say, well, if you don't do this and do this, you're a sinner to God and you won't go to heaven. 
Who says that? Right there puts you in a space of thinking, I won't go to heaven. I'm not a good person. I'm not of this and not of that. So what's your life going to be like? Your life is going to either be one of restraint and uh, one of thinking that you're following the rules through that restraint, but inside you're killing your soul. And literally when I say killing your soul, I don't mean like killing it in the sense like you're going to kill it. I mean, suffocating it. I can't tell you how many religious people who follow these teachings to such a degree that they don't even enjoy life. They don't enjoy pleasure. They don't enjoy anything. And then what happens is their soul gets so suffocated that they end up getting sick or they end up having like really horrible things happen to them. And it's unfortunate and then when they when they die, they have a hard time accepting going into the light because they don't see the light in the way that you're supposed to from a child's eye. You don't they don't understand that that they didn't they missed the scripture that says where Jesus said, in order to come into the kingdom of heaven, one must come as a child. It didn't say come as an adult who's stuffy, angry and bitter and judgmental and telling everyone they're gonna go to hell. That is a manipulation that takes you away from your power. It makes you believe you're powerless. You start to forget the teachings of Jesus, which was, you shall do greater things than I. Okay, well, I mean, if you can do greater things, then, you know, then do them, right? That means what? Like, learn how to walk on water. Like, you know, learn how to heal people. Learn how to do these things. And remember, because it's already inside of you. It's already embedded in you, right? And even if you don't believe in Jesus, that's fine. This is not what I'm speaking about. I'm just giving an understanding and a parable so you can understand where I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is any system of control that manipulates you away from yourself, Anything that pulls you away from seeing the amazingness that you can become and the amazingness that you already are. So that means that already what you are is amazing, right? And the more you're able to dream and think through those dreams and feel through those dreams and react through those dreams, and those dreams are built on love and kindness and generosity and compassion and seeing the waters healed, the nature return, animals thriving, people thriving, abundance and prosperity, no war on our planet, people being able to heal themselves, of course, through spirit hacking and being able to access levels of dimensional thoughts and connect with other beings and all these amazing things. Technology becomes ethical, teaching and sharing becomes about an understanding of remembrance, hierarchy is taken away and we operate on this idea to support the living family on planet earth you dream that and you stay in that dream those are the roads that you will pave and those are the places where you will end up and so the whole system's whole idea is to keep you away from being a creator in any way possible so how do they do that well one they make you go into lack and scarcity and fear that you're not going to have enough the idea of keeping you in the idea of that you're not going to have enough makes you believe that your resource is not from within it's outside of you through some job or some boss or some idea that you have to slave away to do something to get something again this is an illusionary way of tricking people into believing that 
they can't have unless they do. The act of doing is the act of you believing that your worth and value is only that what skills you have. You don't realize that your worth and value is based on what you say it is, not what someone else says it is. That means what? That means that money comes to you not based on how much productivity you create. Money comes to you by how much you actually believe that money should come to you. That means you're dreaming it into your dream, feeling it, thinking it, and reacting to that dream in kind. So therefore, the path gets laid before you, and then you, the, your path leads right to prosperity, abundance, and currency. Now, the understanding um, that the system does is the system needs you to believe that you're nothing without this. So the idea of taking you away from you as the creator and making you believe that until you have that car or that house or those amazing shoes or bag or whatever it is that they're propaganding you to buy or to get you to be a consumer of, it makes you believe that if I don't have that, I don't have nothing and therefore I am nothing. The idea that you think you're nothing means that's what you're dreaming. And so therefore your path will lead to more nothingness, more emptiness. The key element is also what the system does is it creates conflict. Its idea is to create conflicts that would trigger you, things that would make you feel triggered that they've already created and they will take from the past conflicts and revive them to your now conflict. So if you think about a lot of the conflicts that are taking place on the planet right now, these conflicts have been conflicts have been happening in the past and what they do is they they don't want you to move from those conflicts away from them so that the future is different they want to reiterate them they need to re-establish the wound so what they do is they go back and bring those things into this experience and then create certain energies that make people distracted to go back to well this happened to my ancestors and this thing happened to this person and this thing and this thing and this thing and it's like you keep going back to the graveyard and digging up these skeletons and zombies and telling them to join you in your now experience so what are you dreaming you're not dreaming new dreams of capabilities and innovation and ideas that go expand beyond time you are dreaming the past and the past is now becoming your present and this is how quantum physics operates and so when we begin to understand that if you're going through relationships and you keep dating the same type of person that's because you keep focusing on that person that you dated once before and that you don't ever want to have that happen and you're in fear of it and because you're in fear of it the charge of fear magnetizes your energy and your attention into that painful experience therefore you dream the pain you dream the hurt you you dream the deception, you dream the narcissism, you dream all the abuse, you dream all of those things. And then that becomes your next experience. So then the next person you meet, of course, has to fit into that dream in the way that you've been dreaming it. So when we understand that these principles have been long principles that have been existing since like since the beginning, when we first came to earth, these are ancient wisdoms, which were passed down in shamanism and passed down into the collective intelligence that has been surging information to the planet for eons of time. 
And we have to realize that in order for us to be able to really create a life of success, a life of happiness and joy, we need to be able to understand this and really master it. And when I say master it, I mean like if you need to listen to this part over and over again so that you can really understand what I'm sharing with you is going to unlock the most amazing thing in your life because you are tapping into a resource of information that has been pushed away from society so that people stay distracted, confused, foggy, people feel fearful, they feel worried. So they stay in those energies and they're not sitting on their throne of their majesty and orchestrating the universe from their throne. Imagine an image of you sitting on a throne king, queen, queen, king, sitting on a throne and you magistrating the universe from that throne, not having to leave your throne and get involved in anything other than just creating the dream from that throne and then everything outside matches that dream. That is what's happening. So it doesn't matter if you are male, female, or if you are, you know, whatever sex you choose or whatever sexuality you are, whatever race you are, it doesn't matter. There is no judgment upon sexuality and color and who you choose to share your bed with that decides what you're allowed to have in this universe. It is based on your ability to understand the principles of how the universe operates on its energy field in the quantum field and when you remember that well your life is going to be so different and the more you share this with people the quicker and faster we're going to see our world be the world that we've always dreamed it could be love you Hey Tribe, so the Tribe wants to hear from you. And I know a lot of you are talented out there in music and poetry and recipes and ideas and just, you know, things that you want to share with the Tribe. You can send that information to info at shamandurek.com and share your gifts with the Tribe. Love you all and stay lit. Hey Tribe, we have an amazing share from Liz LaRouge featuring a poem named Love from her just-released book, Dream Machine, a powerful transmission of poetry and art. You can follow her at IG at Liz, L-I-Z-Z-S-H-A-K-T-I-L-A-R-O-U-G-E. You can also follow her on we are colors of love and you can hashtag dream machine thank you for your beautiful tribal share liz thank you enjoy tribe i don't know what it is about love self-love love for another love for life love for all that is that makes us venture around the globe chasing rainbows Mountains, sunsets, smooth seas, endless summer dreams. Maybe it's just the medicine we need. I've lived a life of love, relationship to relationship, mishap to major mistake, all in the name of love. Yes, at times it's been in vain, 
broken hearts beyond belief and bullshitted my way in and out of many things. But love still remains at the essence of my everything. Good, bad, right, wrong, call it what you want to call it, it's all been love. Chapters of chasing love, self-love, endless summers and waves all day, self-empowerment, come what may. Writing a new chapter for this warrior to replay, deep sea diving into more wisdom, the unknown seas yet have risen, yet my heart continues to say, follow love, you'll be okay. Love comes, love goes, yet love always remains. It may change form along the way, and yet that's still okay. It's funny, it's meaningless, it's playful, it's painful, it's real, until we find that thing, that person in our life to give it a name, a meaning, a definition that is so personal. It differs from you to me, yet it's still love, the most activating, awakening force. We chase it, we let it go, we allow it, we say no, and so the story goes. But most importantly, it's leading us home to our heart, ourselves, our centers. So if it means I chase rainbows and surf endless summers to find my way home, then so be it. Because this is it. Life is short. This journey is for me. And the more love I find, the more I see. The more I have to share with you. Ain't that the truth? So if we long, we lose, we abuse, we are still love. And as long as we make peace with our unique journeys, the mirror of love in me will find the mirror in you. And that's the best goddamn thing we can do. Trust, believe, receive. Don't hide behind the pains and shames. It's only love playing out through different shades. We don't need to blame or be afraid because love is all we already are. Whether we long, yearn and crave, it's part of self we're yet to brave. The mastery, the inner peace, so the reflection in me finds the reflection in you. So be patient, be true. And my best advice is to keep loving you, because true love is always there. Don't be scared, look inside. You have nothing to hide. And let love be your guide, and watch what life will provide. Hey Tribe, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our amazing sponsors who is Lit Verified. The Lit Verified store is open. But what does Lit Verified mean? Lit Verified is an acknowledgement and stamp of approval by the tribe. I have tried each of these products and they are the best. Lit Verified products vary from beauty, technology, clothing, food, health, and wellness, and anything that is ethically sourced, organic, maintained, and sustainable. Not every product offered to the team passes the Lit Verified test. No, not at all. Every Lit Verified product is carefully researched. Every CEO has been met with. Every ingredient carefully looked into the process production of all of it. I have seen the impact these vendors are making. Their vision and ethics are aligned with our tribe, with people who are consciously supporting community and want to make a difference in our world and make it a better place for us. Lit Verified products are ethically sourced and meet the highest industry standards. When purchasing Lit Verified products, we give back by creating sustainability and by leading the world to make better choices. 
You can be confident that you're buying into a company that supports a vision for change, not just a company that wants to line their pockets with money. We live in a time where we are oversaturated by commercials, TV, and social media, where far too many celebrities and influencers are endorsing things they know nothing about and things they might be doing damage to people, to the earth, and to animals. With Lit Verified, we've taken that doubt out of the equation. You're not only getting the best, but you're also doing the best. Pick up your awesome Lit Verified items at shamanduric.com and click on the link that takes you to Lit Verified. Love well, tribe. All right, tribe. Time to hear from our special guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'm Shaman Dirk, and if anyone hasn't told you today how much you are loved, let me be the first. I love you, I appreciate you, I see you, I acknowledge you, and I'm excited for you because we are literally lifting and shifting ourselves, optimizing ourselves, and improving ourselves every single day so that we can walk as lit leaders of legacy and be able to bring love to a higher level on planet Earth by amplifying it in every relationship that we come up with. And also including that is how we connect with ourselves. And when we connect with ourselves, we're really showing love because when we show up for ourselves, we're creating that space and that space that has intention and purpose. And then that shows in how we treat other people and how we show up in the world. So the more we're recognizing how important it is to give ourselves what we need, the more we're able to give others what they need. And talking about occupying that space of revitalization and health and igniting our visions and our power, we have an amazing guest in studio today, Drew Canole who is an author and transformational coach and founder of Organify. Drew has helped thousands of women and men revitalize their health, ignite their vision, and shift the course of their life forever. After reaching a dead end in his own health, Drew discovered the chasm of differences between going through the motions and living with radical intention. Now, how is that, Tribe? He now helps people tap into the big you to create the change they never thought was possible. So I'm so excited to bring him into the studio so everyone in the tribe can benefit from his wisdom, his knowledge, and his expertise. Welcome to the tribe, Drew. Thanks for having me, Shaman Dirt. It's good to be here, my friend. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Uh, I'm just really, I mean, I was looking over everything that you've been doing and it's so powerful and beautiful and so necessary for people to really reclaim their power and step into themselves. Um, I want you to take us on a journey with the with your experience, the, the health um, obstacles that you faced and how did you claim your personal power in that journey? Yeah, so, well, it's been, you know, hundreds of thousands of years in the making of this incarnation. And when I first manifested in this material plane, I was tortured as a boy from zero to five, immense torture. If I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, my own father, my biological father would put cigarettes out of my head and he would hold my head underneath the water during bath time. And if I came up as a young boy crying, he would shove my head underwater again and hold me there So it was a really, I was initiated at a young age into this, you know, have to be this powerful masculine and and hold all those emotions in you because it's, it's not right to do those things or be in your heart. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So it started at a young age. Uh, I was adopted at the age of five. Thank God. You know, I uh, was in foster care for a year at that, five to six. And again, when you're indoctrinated into a family household where the kids are sitting around eating dinner and the rest rest of them are foster children. And you're like, hey, please pass the F in potatoes because that's the language that you were indoctrinated with. And then the, the man of the house takes you to the bathroom and whips you again and puts soap in your mouth for cussing. <laughs> you know, all of these horrific situations on the outside seem to shape and mold the very beginnings of my life. And it gave me more courage. It gave me more faith. It helped me realize that we're all tortured in some way. And I allowed myself to, throughout my life, uh, manifest, you know, 40, 50 pounds of excess weight due to emotional uh, drama and trauma that I was storing in my unconscious body, which I had to work through and on every single day of my life to heal past that. And that's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. And the reason I tell you this isn't to evoke an emotional response, you know, because emotion is energy, right? I'm simply saying it as a story and a lesson because we are all traumatized in some way or another. And because of those teachings that I had from my very first biological dad in this earth experience, it opened up my heart for compassion. And 11 years ago, I launched my passion, which was my mess. I turned it into my mission, which was freeing myself of the 50 pounds that I had, uh, juicing green vegetables and using mother nature's principles, ancient Ayurvedic techniques, Chinese traditional medicine, a lot of the ancient stuff that you talk about, Shaman Durek and that's why I'm excited to be here. One of the reasons. So I really healed my body from the inside out. I no longer had to prove anything because the old Drew was very much into proving how self-loved he was and how worthy he was. So I was able to really open up uh, my own unconscious and start to heal over and over and over. And I built a community of uh, millions of people all over the world that started juicing green vegetables and sending in their before and after transformation photos and their affirmations of how worthy and how loved they were. And it was the start of something beautiful. So the chaos, uh, the devastation became the transformation. And that's the story of my life. That's a legacy. That's why I'm here. And I believe we're, we're in this together. Wow. What a powerful and amazing story. I've had a lot of uh, similar things with my father. Um, and I also was in the fast foster care as well. Actually, I got, but I went back home with my dad and his abusive wife and him. And, you know, it's interesting that you said that. And I really just love what you said, because one of the things that I always ask my sister is how did we survive such torture and abuse? And she's, and one of the things that she said was for her was about building a family and proving that she can be this amazing mother and, and be this, this amazing, you know, symbol in life. And for me, it was always about digging deeper into love. Like, how can I love people more? How can I give more to people? The more I gave, the more I loved, the more I felt better about the pain and so forth. And it allowed me to really step in. So it's interesting how these, what we, what we see as chaotic experiences can actually lead you to this edge of yourself to this really great Phoenix energy of this transformation from, you know, from death to rebirth and rising out of the flames and becoming this new person that is more acknowledged in all of that. And that has given you the fuel and the power to be able to launch yourself into this new creation that is actually giving purpose through all the things that you had to go through. I mean, it's uh, such a powerful story you just shared with us. And thank you for being so transparent and sharing that with us. So what inspired you to create Fit Life TV and Organifi? 
Yeah, it was the beginning of it was the beginning of the end of the old identity of Drew. You know, I had amassed this wealth of running this credit and debt settlement company in Florida. And I worked at a mortgage company called Quicken Loans right out of college. And I became one of the top 10 loan officers out of 4,000. And I was working 16 to 18 hours a day, hustling and grinding. But deep inside, I was empty and I was lost. I was drinking every weekend to cover up the pain, to cover up the monotonous uh, hamster wheel that I was on of proving how worthy I was in the material world or the 3D realm, right? And uh, for the first moment in my life, I had sat down with a mentor, Sage, uh, 89-year-old, you know, just avatar. This guy would walk into a room and people would be healed. These beaming blue eyes, he would look at you and he would see the whole you. He would see the Godhead or the Brahma within you. And I had the opportunity to sit down with him for five years in a row, every single morning, like at 6 a.m. And he would just pour wisdom into me and pour love and one of the things that he told me, and it's so simple, but stuck out so much back then was, hey, if you do anything at all for the rest of your life, Drew, just make sure you help one person every day for the rest of your life. And that's all I was concerned with. So I'm like, you know what? This credit and debt settlement company, I was making millions of dollars a year running this company, but I was empty inside. I, I wanted to fill this void on the weekend, like I said. And then for the first moment in my life, I started drinking 32 ounces of green juice every single day. And it just resonated with me so well that I wanted to give that gift to the rest of the world. So I bought an HD flip cam and I just started recording a five-minute video every day documenting my journey and my own transformation. As the psychological inflammation went down and I started to heal the unconscious body, I started to fill my physiological body and my voltage body with nutrients. And I was just tuning in to a higher realm for Drew's life. And it really opened up a gateway into moving from Tampa, Florida, which is where I was living, to San Diego, California. And I started FitLife TV. And every day I filmed a video and we built a following of around seven and a half million people in a few years. And I never looked back, you know, and then Organifi was the baby of FitLife TV because of the organic algorithm and everything that happens with these big social media websites. We were getting about 17 million hits on our website per month organically back then, you know, five years ago. And then I had to become, I had to create a product that made it easier for people to get their hands on these adaptogenic herbs, juices, tinctures, these Chinese traditional mushrooms in a way that tasted better than anything else that was never done before. Because if you're going to do something, do something that nobody's ever done. And um, Organifi was launched and it was the answer to all of our prayers. And we went from, you know, having five employees to now a hundred. And we've been voted one of the best places to work in the country three years in a row. And we've hit the, you know, Inc. 500 over and over again. But those are all material accolades again. You know, I think the biggest thing is just help somebody, one person every single day. And that's the sole focus of the whole Organifi tribe, which has been incredible. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful uh, uh, teaching that you got from this amazing sage because, you know, the idea of being of service, right? The To wake up in... Like in the morning, I wake up, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is I'm so excited for the people that I get to support today. And it's the understanding of being able to show up and bring that space for people to see the potential and how much they can grow and how much they can expand and creating a company that allows people to really connect back to nature and connect back to themselves is such a beautiful thing and such an admirable thing because 
we so much on this planet have been given this these these false concepts of what health represents and the foods that people eat and put in their system that they don't recognize the inflammation that it's causing both internally into their tissue into eventually you know the rest of their body which can lead to autoimmune disease and all types of breakdowns in their system as well as impairing aspects of their body and also causing a lot of um, buildup of acid and imbalance in their microbiome. And so it's just a beautiful thing to really get people into a space where they can see that the act of self-love isn't just going and, you know, and, you know, to like a place to do yoga or go to the gym, but it's also about not just beautifying the outside part of your, of your experience, but it's also about tending to the internal and really being able to create that wellspring of well-being inside the eternal and then being able to cultivate that as a lifestyle practice so that you can live that in your life and then be able to, you know, I always say when people feel good, they do good. And it it's just, you know, and it's just something I've seen throughout my life is that when people are actually shifting the internal landscape, the external expression and the gratitude and commitment to changing another person's life is so much more at the forefront of everything else that they do because it becomes the focal point of seeing that I want to share this good news with everyone. And it's so beautiful that you stepped into that place in creating Organifi and also Fit Life TV. What kinds of transformations have you seen in the result of this beautiful um, love gift offering that you've been creating through, you know, uh, Organifi and FitLife TV? <laughs> you asked the best questions, my friend. Thank you for that. Um, Thank you. I, re- I really appreciate your wisdom and, and what you're doing for the world. And I think the biggest uh, transformations that I've seen have been uh, over and over. It's this come to their higher self moment when they realize that there's no past and there's no future. And all there is, is the eternal now. And I've seen it over and over and over again. I've seen miraculous uh, body transformation, you know, losing hundreds of pounds. I've, I've seen one woman lost over 300 pounds, like radical, radical physical transformation. We're talking all these diverse situations, trials and tribulations of the blood, of bones, of tissue, of the body, of eyes, of everything that goes on with the 3D body. I've seen it over and over when people trust in mother nature and they trust in themselves because the body heals the body when it's given the right stuff. Um, I've also seen mental things, you know, like you said, when you feel good, you do good. And I've seen people reinvent themselves. I've seen entrepreneurs forex the revenue in 60 to 90 days just because they're putting more high vibrational foods in their body, this multidimensional suit that we're all gifted to you know, have in this life experience, the earth, earth school. And it's been radical. You know, I've seen it over and over and over again. And that's why I'm such a student of this ancient wisdom and bringing it forth into humanity today. I love that. You know, it's important, I think, you know, when people see the transformations that take place in their life, you know, you don't really have to do anything other than just be present with that which is showing up. And I'm really glad that you said that whole idea about there's no past and no future, because in shamanism, we understand that if you focus on what's going on now, 
and you put your attention there, then that becomes the past and that becomes your next now. So the future will never change as long as you keep focusing on what's happening now, because the now of the reality is what the system wants you to be directed to so that you can focus on that and then keep creating the same type of chaos and same type of destruction and war and division and famine and everything Mm -hmm. on the planet. And so the key is to, in the now moment, dream a greater dream than the that which you see, and then that becomes the past, and then that moves forward from the into your now, and that becomes your next week, your next month, your next year. And so then you actually understand the quantum aspects of being in the center of the storm instead of being in the storm, and you can direct the frequencies and energies how you choose. And so a lot of times when people focus on their body, they focus on their body as it is now instead of thinking about the body that they want to see. So that becomes the things that happen because the because everything is always in flux and the universe is always moving faster than the speed of light. So what happens is that information then becomes the past and then it becomes their next now. So it goes backwards and then it jumps forward and it becomes their next day, their next week, their next month. And so as long as people keep focusing on you know, what they see in the mirror, then they're going to keep getting more and more caught up and going into that cycle of, well, I don't know if if this is really working or is this really happening? And, you know, so it's really important for people to understand that all you have is this moment right now to really consecrate your thoughts your reactions and your feelings into a greater dream is what we say in shamanism to dream the greater dream for yourself and for humanity, for nature and for animals. And that's how we up level our planet. So it's uh, it's really amazing, uh, beautiful concept. And I'm glad that you spoke about it. Uh, what do you believe is the importance? And, you know, and this is important um, from what my perspective is because, you know, I've always been, um, always, you know, a person who's always been teaching people since the early 90s, before there was Whole Foods, before there was Air One, before there was any of these things, I was working with this doctor and I was um, going to school and studying and sharing shamanism and talking about health and blue-green algae and, and you know, and talking about Manchurian mushrooms and people were like, thought I was crazy, you know? <laughs> so I had to like create my own little like mushroom club where I was like growing <laughs> the mushrooms in my house in this dark room and like teaching people how to make it and teaching them about how to source like different things for the body with the help of this doctor that was a holistic doctor that I was working with at the San Francisco Medical Research foundation and um what but it's interesting that human beings have you know they've disconnected that mind-body connection so what do you think or believe is the importance of that mind-body connection and then how can we strengthen that and stay in that space yeah so i love your your take on the mushrooms and everything you were doing in the 90s man i mean that was way before the beginning of when people really started to take green juicing serious and all the other things that have happened with airwan and whole foods so i hear you on that i believe the mind i believe the body to mind connection you know the the reframing it because the body's so powerful it, it stores all the information in every cell you know there's enough atomic force to create a whole sun in our, in our energetic, what we would call meat suit, right? This 3D miracle of a machine that we have and that we're a host to as this vehicle as we travel through our life experience. So I believe attuning that body 
and raising it up with these high vibrational foods that you mentioned of, you know, mushrooms are one of my favorite things with the lion's mane, the turkey tail, the chaga, the rishi, all of these have certain medicinal proponents to the body that actually activate it in a way that helps people feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you mentioned before, the algaes, the spirulina and the chlorella and the red algae, some of the oldest, well, it is the oldest actually food on the planet slash organism. It could literally go into hibernation for 50 years and you add a little bit of water to it and it comes back to life. So what does that life-giving principle do in your cellular structure, the, the biomatrix of your human body? You know, it's, so the more, the more I attune to that and I listen And what you mentioned with the dream of the planet, you know, the conscious dream. Also, when you attune your body, you wake up more during your physical reality or what we would call the awakened dream, right? I think shamans call it that, the awakened dream. And then we wake up at night. So we, I get people messaging me, hundreds of messages a month saying, you know what, I've, I started drinking your Organifi Gold and I've had the most lucid, vivid dreams I've ever had in my life. So if, if the sleeping dream is as real as the awakened dream, then we can start to wake up in both of those realms. We can start to live a lucid life and then create a sacred dream together, which you and I are doing on this planet at this time. And that's when we experience more love, more joy, more peace, more serenity. And it's absolutely beautiful. But I would think if I didn't you know, decalcify my pineal gland as an example through drinking structured water and uh, having these voltage things that I do throughout the day, like planting my feet on the earth and staring into the sun for 15 minutes and getting all those luminous rays back into the pineal gland to open me up to new potential and possibility, then there, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. And I, my capacity for holding electricity, because we're all electrical beings and amplifying that heart frequency, which is the greatest electromagnetic tool we have. It's you know, a hundred times more powerful than the mind at sending out a positive vibration to other humans around us. And I probably wouldn't have that, which is why it is so important to me. And you mentioned it. You started doing this in the nineties, dude, hats off to you to actually fuel your body with these resources from mother nature, Pachamama, Mama Gia, whatever you want to call it, that literally fills you with light. It's liquid light. We are light beings. And the more light we give ourselves, the more light we can give to others. Absolutely. I 100%, 100%, 1,050%. Uh, <laughs> believe in that. Yes, it's true. And I always call it liquid light source. Or as I call, yes. when people say like love, love and light, I always say light intelligence, which is the more light you oh, have, the greater um, ability to have what we call higher intelligence. So you become um, a high intel being. So you, are, you become that's what correct, is called data right. open and you'll be able to allow the data streams to move through you without judgment, without speculation, without trying to analyze it, which is like information from our world, which is contaminated. Mm-hmm. But you actually go into what we call the space uh, that we say in shamanism, the space of observation. And in that space of observation, you're able to see all of the different frequencies that make up the trees, that make up the flowers, the, the, that make up the different energy patterns that create these grids that allow the light source to move in and take structure and take form and be the, the vessels that you see as our biological spacesuits and, you know, and how the earth is connecting to the elemental fungi in our body and different 
different microorganisms in our body that are, you know, from nature and that created this split in cell division to create our fingers, our hands, our legs, our ears, our eyes, and, and so forth. And it's just this greater intelligence that's waiting for us to pour into it more information and intel so that it can optimize itself to be, have more power, more greatness, which is something I would love to share with you at some time and how to access those, those realms, um, in the energy planes and in the frequency planes that I'm a spirit shaman. So that's something that is like trained to us since we're children and, and being able to like create electricity instantly in your body to boost your mitochondria, to release dopamine, accelerate serotonin, to lower anything you want in your body or to make it higher because the optimization of the body is basically the intelligence that comes from nature, which is what you're creating, right? Through Organified and through the food sources, when you're creating those, um, you know, how do we say those, those nutrients that come from the soil, the earth, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're getting that, which is very important. And then, of course, you're activating that into the body source, which then gives the intelligence to all of the elementals that make up your body and that are living conscious beings because your body is an organic, conscious, living entity. So your every part of your body has its own consciousness. And a lot of times people think that it's just a body and then there's a consciousness and then there's emotions and then that's what it is. But it's actually your fingers are conscious, your toes are conscious, your, your organs are conscious, everything is conscious. And it's consciously connecting to both the inner and outer experiences that you're, that the body is being and, and having um, what you call it relationship to. So the the human ecology is governed by your food, uh, your air quality, the sun quality, how much magnetic energy you're getting from the moon, from nature, from animals, from pleasure, from ecstasy, and also the nutrients that you're getting from food, from the earth's rich consciousness. And what happens is the body itself, when you drink water, the water is intelligent. So what the water does is it has its also its own consciousness. So it takes it takes all of the imprints from the the organisms and beings in your body, communicate to the water, tells the water all of the information, the water absorbs it. And then when you go to the bathroom or when you go to release, it goes back to the earth and then the earth takes the water, absorbs it, and then reads all the information of what human beings are doing and then decides to grow or to develop based on how we're acting in, re- in relationship to nature. So it's, it's really a powerful um, uh, relationship. And, and, and the earth itself is the greatest technology, more, more the better technology than any computer or smartphone or anything we could ever create because it's intelligence is being able to know every single person who's on the planet. It knows where you are at every given time. And the trees, the mother trees, the the air, everything is talking to each other through this amazing thing called synthesis. And through that synthesis, it's building a relationship with you. And every time you go and put your feet on the earth and every time you eat something that comes from the earth and every time you release it back to the earth, it tells the earth what's going on and who you are what you're thinking, what your emotional intelligence is. And then the, and that's why in tribal cultures, you'll see where in tribes, if the tribe and the people around the nature are calm and reserved people, meaning reserved in the sense of like in harmony with everything that's around them. They're not um, aggressive to their environment. The plants and the animals are not aggressive to them. 
And then you can look at places where there are aggressive cities, where there's a lot of uh, violence and so forth. The plants are much more poisonous. The animals are much more, you know, uh, protecting of nature. They, they follow how we consciously develop and they adapt to how we develop as well. So it's, it's absolutely a beautiful um, symbiosis that takes place that we shamans have been watching um, for eons of time since uh, the earth first created itself. So um, my question is, how do you advise not letting daily drama and challenges deter you from your path? Yeah. Uh, first of all, if you guys are listening to this, you need to rewind and listen to what Shaman Dirk just laid down for you all. Uh, it was beautiful, man. I think why you said that, I got such a, a vivid image of all of creation happening and the connection that we create through loving our planet and through giving back and through connecting. You know, it's, a, it's really a love affair. And when you fall in love with earth, it's so deep and it's, there's so much information and knowledge, like you said, the synthesis, not only do plants have that, but we also have the ability to do it too. And I think in my life, I've had many experiences where uh, what we would call like the bilocation of your consciousness and you project it in a bird or in an animal and you're at one. It's almost like avatar when you're plugging into it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you get, and that's normal. There's nothing abnormal about that. But because like you said, this material world that we've been born into is full of misinformation and full of knowledge that makes us heavy. And if the knowledge makes us heavy, then we can never fly. So when we're clear, like you had mentioned, then we get access to all this stuff. And what a world we would live in, right? If, we, if everyone had that knowledge, which you're bringing to the masses with what you do, my man. So super powerful stuff. Thanks oh, for bringing thank that you. up. I just wanted to reflect, reflect that back to you of how powerful that was. And if you guys are listening to that, listen to that whole thing again and just visualize what he said because I literally had a tear coming out of my eye. I'm like, this, he knows what he's talking about, dude. Oh, I love you, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> so the question was, is how do I maintain the equilibrium or my peace You know, when things uh, are becoming a array or a rye? Is that what you mentioned? Like <laughs> Basically, yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's my morning ritual is absolutely key. Like I said, I get up four, four thirty before the sun. And I'm literally like likened to you. I'm chanting. I'm saying things that I want to have happen, right? Spelling, casting spells. I'm uh, writing down affirmations of who I who I know Drew to be in this uh, physical reality, who I'm going to come in contact with. I'm day scripting. I'm writing out. If I have an important meeting or something coming up, I'm literally writing down the way I would like the meeting to go. I'm setting the intention without tension in my body. Because I think that's the key. Sometimes when we set intentions, we have so much tension in us that we're unable to access what you had mentioned, which is the observer. And if we're not the observer, then we're kind of living as, as muggles, Right, we're, we're yes. Oh, I like you. <laughs> so the access, the you're talking my language. Yes, so, that's the world I live in. Yes, <laughs> the world of magic. Go ahead. Yeah. So I like uh, writing that down in the morning, and then going outside and just planting my feet on Earth and looking at the sun. I think that's one of the biggest things because, you know, asking a question to the sun and then waiting for that medicine to hit you at two or three o'clock in the afternoon with the answer later on will happen every single time. And it just melts 
any entities, any negative thought formations that are coming from the fourth dimension, which I'd like to think is the material realm coming to the 3D, it just liquefies that and it opens you up for a new possibility. So that's part of my morning ritual. I do the sauna and the cold plunge as well. Daily uh, gratitude. I have alerts in my phone that pop up just to remind me to be grateful because sometimes it's tough, man. You know, this world that we live in, it can look a little doom and gloom on the outside with all the politics stuff going on and, and everything else. So it's important to stay focused on the eternal now moment. And I think gratitude always brings me back to that. And gratitude's the seeds that I'm planting for future abundance in my own life. And I've seen it manifested time and time again. So definitely the morning ritual and then checking in throughout the day and, and becoming hypervigilant in my surroundings, like into waking up in a dream, you know, at night, lucid dreaming, you really have to pay attention and look at things differently. Like looking at mother nature and just like you said, seeing how the synthesis is happening, seeing how the leaves are breathing, seeing how the hummingbirds fly up to you and just levitate in front of you, playing a different sound than the normal noise a bird makes. And once you start to hear this, once I start to hear it, it's like a whole timeline of possibility opens up. It's literally has brought me to my knees in great rapture because our senses outside of the five, you know, average mundane senses that so many people focus on their whole entire lives, we are superhumans and you're, you're showing people that through the work that you do, man. So there's nothing more admirable than that. So it's tuning into nature. It's getting present. It's being in that stillness as much as possible throughout the day. And I think that's how I bring myself back. I'm curious to, to how you do it, you know, being the shaman and helping people. And I'm interested, deeply fascinated in this question. Oh, you're absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to spend time with you. You're wonderful. Uh, what I do is, and I love what you're talking about, by the way, it's so beautiful. And I love the way you speak too. I can definitely tell that you've sat down with some very... Um, powerful people who directed your languaging and your lexicon to match one of a creator and not one of a codependent um, victim. So it's really nice to, to see and hear the resonant tones in your voice, the way you, you elocute your words and the way that you um, pontificate things and bring them out of your being and how and where it's coming from versus where people will talk. Because, you know, in shamanism, we always say that the story, right? People spend a lot of time being stubborn about the things that are really good for them. And then they tell a story to back up their stubbornness so they can be righteous over it. And the idea is to be stubborn against the things like that are not good for you and then tell a story about your triumph over it so that it actually translates to the tribe and to the people around you um, and then actually empowers them. So you'll use words when you speak that are high vibrational words that actually lift energetic frequency in people, even if they're down, they'll actually start going up just by the way you speak. So that's that I just want to acknowledge that in you, how beautiful that is Thank that you, you speak in that way. So the things that I do when I first wake up is I do what is called the excited meditation. So the excited meditation is all the things I'm excited about. So I'm excited about collaborating with amazing people. I'm excited about, you know, um, 
um, how I get to show up for my body. I'm excited about the people that I get to share love with today and the people I get to train and share spirit hacking and shamanism with, um, the excitement for seeing my family and spending time with them, excitement for the foods that I'm going to eat and excitement for the conversations that I'm going to have and so forth. And then I do soul talk. And soul talk is me talking directly to my soul. So I'll say things. I mm. love how when you walk into the room, you light up the room. I love how when people are around you, their inner child gets so excited because they know they're loved unconditionally and accepted by you 100%. And they can be exactly as they want to be. And they can say exactly what they want to say. I'm so excited how you're always bringing healing into your body. And I love how you're creating metamorphosis in your body and raising your cellular template. So that way you'll be able to access the ability to move things and to shift things with your mind faster and easier. And so I do this soul talk with myself. And then I do turn on meditation where I'm turned on to the possibility of great change happening. I'm turned on to people. I'm turned on to the way they speak. I'm turned on to the way they think. I'm turned on to how food connects with me and the pleasure and the sensations that it brings me. I'm turned on to nature. I'm turned on to the sun and the moon and the dance of life. I'm turned on to when the wind touches my skin and my hair rises. I'm turned on to the power of pleasure and exercise ecstasy by giving someone a hug or having a deep conversation or just being around beautiful, supportive people. I'm turned on by these things. So I do that. That's and right. then I talk, I talk to my ancestors. So I'll talk to like my grandfather, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather, my great-great-grandmother, my dad, my mom, any family friends who've passed away. I, I have conversations with them. So I do that and then listen to what they have to say if they have any wisdom to share with me. Then I spirit hack my body. So I'll, I'll like change frequencies in my body, uh, you know, increase my, my, my mitochondria, open up joy in my body. So I stay in a sustainable happiness throughout the day. Um, and then I do the thank you journey. So the thank you journey is I'm thank, thank you for the healing that's happening right now. Thank you for always bringing joy into people's lives. Thank you for healing the children in the hospitals. Thank you for helping um, the man who's walking away from the parts of his life that were dysfunctional. Thank you for helping that woman find her power and step into who she really is. So I do, I do that as well. And, and then my grateful thing is I'm grateful for all. I, I don't go into grateful for like, I'm grateful for like, you know, certain things like, you know, my breath of life or things like that. I'm more thankful into that space. My grateful is I'm grateful for the chaos and, and the calamity that's taking place on the planet. That's giving people a chance to work out their duality and clear the negative energy that they're holding inside. And I'm grateful for the healers that are there to, pro to provide for them when they come out of their war, of their needed uh, necessary evolutionary process that they're going through. Uh, so I look at the gratefulness. I'm grateful that I did drugs at one point in my life. I'm grateful that I was abused. I'm grateful that I was sexually molested. I'm grateful for you know all of these things because then what it does is it opens up this doorway to the reason why it was necessary for me to sign up for those things when I left heaven. So that way I could choose those families so that I can transcend them and transcend their bloodline and then bring those diamonds and rubies and gems to the world and share them with everybody in a way that delights them and inspires them and creates awe for them so that they can continue to see a greater a world that is possible outside of the suffering, the pain and the hurt and the anguish. So that's my, that's my, my daily thing. Um, and then of course, call my girlfriend at the end of the whole entire thing. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> equally, equally as important, my friend, and such a beautiful way to start the day. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. So my, I want to get into um, some of your thoughts about things. Like, why do you feel people choose to you know, to hold themselves, even though there's all these opportunities for them to choose, like, for instance, to get involved in Organifi in your company, you know, Mm -hmm. to be able to eat healthy, to do the green juicing, to, to work out, to take the time that they need to really love themselves. What, what is, what do you feel in your, in your opinion, in your ideas, right? In your thoughts, what do you feel that it really is the issue that people choose to be stubborn or choose to act as if those things are not important or necessary for their for their evolution? Yeah, I think it's, you know, on a high level, it would be the collective frequency that holds them in a particular pattern that keeps them from showing up in a bigger, brighter way of, you know, transcending some of the ancestral stuff and the things that you had mentioned uh, energetically. And I also think, you know, people are afraid to really feel as good as they know that they can feel because it means that they have to show up a different way. It means that many of the friends that they probably have currently, the frequency is going to be a mismatch and they're going to leave. Mm. So they relate it, they relate it to pain, they relate it to sorrow, they relate it to all these things that could happen if they become the bigger, brightest version of who they know that they can be. And when you drink Organifi for the first time, you are literally activating a part of you that has been longing for love, that has been longing for more connection and more of that deep-seated soul work, right? So when they start to do that, it opens up multiple timelines of possibility. And I think that's scary for a lot of people that have been stuck in a pattern. You know, 30, by the time we're 40 years old, 99% of what we do is an entire program that you've been running on. So to really wake people out of that, which is what, you know, which is what uh, many of the elixirs do because it's unlike anything that they've had. It's a new thing. It's, it's new neurochemicals. It's a new way of being. It's a, a new transformation that's happening in their life. So I think what holds them back, obviously, it's themselves. It's the lack of belief in who they, who they can become. You know, if you look at Dolt's pyramid or neurological levels of transformation, it's at the top level, at the very highest level, it's the identity. It's the transformation of change of the personality, period. And it takes uh, different capabilities. It takes different beliefs. It takes a different environment to become uh, a transformational being. And somebody who's constantly analyzing this and seeing where they've been stuck or seeing where the roadblocks are, the walls that are set up in their life, and then saying to themselves and speaking it over their life, like you so eloquently put, you know, having the morning thank you and the gratitude and talking to your ancestors. I mean, these are practices most people don't do, which is why I'm so excited because you have hundreds of thousands of people that are listening to this podcast that are implementing some of the stuff that you're mentioning and just by doing one thing and it can be something as small as the way that you're you're thinking or having gratitude for the the pain and the hardships i mean you are breaking away curses energetically that have been laid on on you since the beginning of your time on on our school and i think that's a beautiful thing man Oh, beautifully said. Mm, you're such an eloquent speaker. I really, I really love the way you speak. I'm very turned on by, by intelligence and I'm turned on by not just intelligence, but emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence and mental intelligence that is combined 
into uh, what, what I would call the soul's intelligence, right? And I just love the way that you communicate and bring this wisdom and information through. You really are a gift to this world, um, really wonderful gift to this world, Drew. I just oh. want you to know that. Really appreciate you for being on the planet. Mm. Um. So what do you feel right now would be the first step for someone? Let's just say there's a person who's like, okay, you know what? I eat crap food. It's true. I have a lot of inflammation in my body. I don't work out. I don't really go into space. I've been going through a lot of depression because of the way I feel. What do you think is the first step for that person for the road of recovery? You know, I'm hearing something different than I normally hear on these podcasts. And I think it's because the people that listen to you have such a deep, profound wisdom for the elementals and for what's already in front of them. And I think one of the biggest things that I would say would be the first step is really discovering and redefining what the relationship is like to water. Like you said, you know, we're imprinting it unconsciously and consciously every single moment. So when you hold a glass of water, is it pulling away from you or is it coming towards you? And I think the more water that you have that's mineralized, it's not about the water, it's how wet your water is. I think that's going to open up a whole nother level of uh, possibility. And far too many people just kind of look at it as something that they, they have to do every day to su- support this uh, system, this multidimensional suit that they, they have. But if you start imprinting it, you know, like um, I believe it was Kuan Yin's prayer. You know, when she holds the water, she impresses upon it the gratitude and the thank you and and seeing like every individual thought that you could have about your body healing or about losing 20 pounds or 30 pounds. And then you drink out of that water every single day, your cells are listening to you in that. So I think it's so important to really consciously drink water differently because the water's you. It's not separate from you. And the more you put your mind into it and you change your mindset about what it is, the more water will start to become a miracle in your life. So I'd say that's the first thing, you know, your electric body, getting your water correct with the minerals and everything else. I think second to that, as far as transformation goes, it's, it's something as simple as moving every day. So if you're on the couch, if you've been watching Netflix every single day and you've done a lot of the you know, series or whatever else, pick yourself up, you know, get off the couch for 10 minutes a day to start and just walk. You, know, you don't even have to run. And then eventually you start building up momentum and those neurochemicals start to kick on that you haven't experienced in a while. You start to build up more energy, more enthusiasm. You start to feel differently, like dopamine and serotonin courses through your brain. And it almost, you know, to a certain point, it becomes addictive. So that's the opposite side of working out and exercising. It's you're going to feel so good that you're not going to want to stop. And that's when you build up momentum and, and everything else. And then added to it somewhere down the road, probably four or five more steps is actually to start uh, supplying your body with superfoods that you haven't had. But you know, definitely eating organic, uh, staying away from fluoride water, cutting out glyphosate, some of these antibiotic agents that are hidden in our soil all over the place, which by the way, Organifi is glyphosate-free. It doesn't have any of that stuff. Uh, is going to be super important for your transformation in the future. So, But there's a lot of basic level steps, as you know, my friend, mm-hmm. that can definitely radically transform somebody's life. Okay, Drew, what is your favorite water? 
Um, you know, I take the Quinton minerals, which I like. And I also, I, I have a spring up at Munns Creek in Sedona that I go to and I fill my water up from the earth. So it's fully charged by Mother Earth. And it's like the purest, cleanest, wettest water you've ever had in your life. Uh, really good stuff. What about you? So I usually get um, what is called live water, which is from the springs delivered to my house in these like uh, glass jars that have, um, it looks like it has the flower of that? life the flower of life on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I do that. And um, sometimes when I'm at my sister's, I'll do like the canyon water. But what I do, because I've studied water shamanism, I'm a spirit shaman, but I understand water shamanism. So I know the symbols that they use in Indonesia that they put in the water to make the water spirits listen to you. And then I tell the water spirits like, okay, I'm going to put fire in you, water spirit. So when you enter the body, I want you to burn um, things out of the system that don't need to be there. Or I want you to, to aid in digestion, or I want you to do this. And then the water spirits do it. It's, a, it's an ancient technique that's used in water sh- for water shamans. And that's how they put the stuff in the water. And then they put flowers in the water and then they dump it on you. And then people start shaking and going through all kinds of different <laughs> um, experiences with the water shamans and some of the water shamans do is also they plunge you in the water and hold you there into the point where you're about to like you know when people like drown you know so right to the point where you're about to drown and they do it many times until you go into a trance and then um and then you go into the spirit world and go into all these really deep um connections and then they also and that's some african cultures they all do the water uh, river cleansing or they'll do bath uh which are called spiritual baths and stuff water is such an amazing powerful spirit and um, so that's also great too. And then also like being completely naked and letting the rain wash your body mm. and then um, and doing prayers and mantras while the rain is coming down is also really great as well. So that's an, a wonderful um, technique as well. So, you know, and then taking bowls of water, which is another thing I actually teach it. I have a, a thing on uh, YouTube called 30 Day Strong with Shaman Durek and I teach shamanic uh, things for people to learn. And one of them is the water cleansing where you take the water or you draw the symbol in the water and tell the water to pull the poisons out of your body. So there's ways you can drink the water and have the spirits do that. And then some people will throw up the water later with all the poisons and toxins and bacterias and things that have been sitting in their body. And then there's the water bowl where you sit with the water bowl and tell the water to cleanse you. And then it feels like something's pulling everything out of your body. And some people just start crying and some people start shaking and other people start heaving and and stuff starts coming out of their mouth and stuff. So those are the ways that I I play with the water. (laughs) (laughs) A whole nother level. Thanks for sharing that. I knew knew there was a reason, you know, Spirit was telling me to talk about water. And uh, I'm Uh glad that you addressed that for us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would love to uh to share with you some things perhaps after we finish the podcast if you have a couple minutes i can um put Absolutely. the camera on and i can kind of guide you through some really cool things you can do that'd be rad awesome so tell people how can they get in touch with you and um and really be able to get you know, organified. Let's get, let's get, let's get the tribe organified and how they can get in touch with you. Um, if they want to follow you, how, how, do, how did they go about doing that? Yeah. So if you go to organifi.com, which is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and you use, actually, I want to give all of your uh, wonderful people a discount on it, like a family discount on Organifi products. Mm-hmm. So if we want to use the code 
uh, maybe shaman or shaman Durek. They can type it in. Let's you have do shaman. Let's That's do shaman. Good. Perfect. Yeah. So if you use the code shaman, then you can get 20% off. Uh, all the Organifi products right there. And then to find me, you can find me at Drew Canoli on all the social media platforms, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, that kind of stuff. So you can definitely uh, do that. Fantastic. Excellent. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Drew, for being on Ancient Wisdom today. We really appreciate you. We honor you and value you. And we see the light that you shine on this planet in the radiance of your being. And we appreciate you for doing so, so graciously. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. And it was fun showing up at this time with you. Absolutely. Hey, Tribe, I'm just so happy that we had amazing Drew Canole, who is just such a powerful, powerful leader and transformational coach and founder of Organifi. You know, Drew has helped so many people around the world because when you go through so much pain and go through so much difficulty as a child, and wanting to be in a situation where you have loving family who loves you and supports you. Because I, I know firsthand what that's like and how that affects you. You have two ways to go. You can either, one, you can become a menace to society. Or two, you turn all of that into something that creates more love and more change on the planet. And that's exactly what Drew did. You know, having a father who put out cigarettes on his head and the abuse and being in the foster care system, which I know also well, and literally being able to transform his life and getting into a space of really honoring his body and getting into his strength and his power through understanding fitness and creating the company Fit Life TV and being able to help so many people who've had so many difficulties with their body and their image and their weight, you know, and being a CEO of your own company and being able to turn all of those experiences into something that is creating change for people. You know, and, you know, just in that space of him doing that, he created this incredible online community with over 3 million loyal followers whom he continues to inspire and empower on a daily basis through social media and the Fit Life TV blog. And it's beautiful to see someone so dedicated to not only everything that he represents in himself, but to the people. Because look, where we are in our life, we go through a lot of pain. We go through a lot of suffering, a lot of difficulties. But what's really important is our ability to be able to take those painful experiences and those moments of life where we feel like, why me? Why is this happening to me? How come this person has a better family than I do when they're not going through abuse? And I am. And why is my life so upside down and, and just completely topsy-turvy and not fulfilling, but filled with so much pain, hurt, anguish, and, and, and abuse? And in those moments, you want to throw in the white towel. In those moments, you want to give up. In those moments, you're, you're, you're angry, you're upset, you're hurt, you're scared, you're frustrated. You don't know what to do. You don't know where you're going and what's happening. And then all of a sudden, you realize 
yeah, you could throw in the white towel. You could choose to end your life and you can choose to to go into alcoholism or drugs and you can do a lot of things to check out and just abuse yourself. Or you can turn all that abuse that you're experiencing and begin to lift yourself out of that space by finding something to put your energy into. And it can be art, it can be fitness, it can be dance, it can be going to school and learning something new, taking up a vocational program, learn to be a massage therapist, a healer, become a spirit hacker. You know, you can do so many things. You can be a chef, you know, the list is endless. And what we have to remember is that when you're in those moments and it seems so bleak and dismal and you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you stop looking at the end and you start looking at yourself and realize that you're the light inside the tunnel. You're the light that's been standing in darkness the whole time and where you've been looking for a way out, that way out is through you. And it's through empowering yourself and giving yourself the nurturing and the love and the self-respect and self-dignity to recognize that everything you've gone through does not have to be the end. It does not have to break you, but in fact, it can make you. I always find taking the suffering and the pain that you go through and turning it into yourself for more reward. The reward is what? It is you recognizing that you can overcome any obstacle at any given time and that nothing is really holding you back. And the only thing that ever holds you back is the way you think. So putting your mind and your thoughts in the right place is a guaranteed passageway out of the darkness and into the light of your life. And it's important that we as a species, as individual and collective beings, operating on this understanding that yes, things may get difficult on planet earth. They may be trying and difficult and you may have to pivot your business. You might have to relocate. You might have to change the things that you were used to having. And when those things happen, instead of running or panicking or going into fear, turn to you with love and let yourself know, I got you. No matter what happens, I got you. You're safe with me. That's what you need to say to yourself. Because when those things are happening, those things are chaotic and painful. Yes. But you can use the energy of chaos and pain and use it to amplify your power and strength, your ability to fortify and be resilient. And that gives you the capability to move through any obstacle at any given time. Nothing is holding you back or limiting you. The only thing that ever holds you back or limits you is you. The only thing that ever holds you back from creating change and being successful is you. It's not the things that people said to you. It's not the ideas that people have put in front of you that are, that are putting you down or making you feel a certain way. You choose to feel that way because you choose to believe it. You choose to believe a lie and you choose to step into a place where you are operating in fear. You are operating in a space where you are holding yourself back from your power and who you are and what you represent because you are at this point where you're getting so overwhelmed so that 
you know, you start to go into this spiral, right? And this spiral that you go through is just because you're thinking incorrectly. And that spiral that you go through is because you're not telling yourself the right things. And that allows you to be able to see that all of the pain and suffering that you go through, all of the situations that you're experiencing, all of those trials and tribulations that is happening to you is only happening because you are reacting to lies. You are reacting to people saying things to you that are not real. And you have the capability just like just like Drew, just like Drew. You have the capability just like Drew to be a rock star in whatever it is you choose to put your whole heart into by turning away from those lies and getting into your truth, getting into your truth. And by getting into your truth, then you can turn any road or you can go down any path that leads you to greater things and all because you chose to believe in you where you stop holding on to the energies that you feel were holding you back because you were too busy reacting and taking it personally from other people. Taking things personally from other people does not mean what they say is truth. What it means is that that's their truth and it has nothing to do with you because everyone is living in their own reality of their own world and their own universe. And that being said, if that's the case, then you have to create the infinite space in your universe, in your world, so that you can fill it up with all of the amazing words and dialogue that supports you being a lit leader of legacy. Drew has amazing power to be able to come out of such pain and suffering and then to ignite a vision into himself to be able to step in. And after reaching this dead end in his own health journey, he was able to discover this difference between going through the motions and living with radical intention, radical intention. That means that you have to step up And you have to tap in to the big you to create the change that you never thought was possible. And that's what he did. Sure, we we, we hit ends where we think, where are we going to go from here? I don't know what's happening. You know, we, we get to those places where we think, oh my God, I've done everything and it's not working out. That's the time to realize in that moment there is still a pathway. You just haven't seen it yet, but you're not going to see it if you're putting yourself down. You're not going to see it if you're saying things to yourself that are against yourself. You're not going to see it if you're spending a lot of your time comparing yourself to other people, looking at what other people are doing, and then using that as a whipping post onto yourself, a self-flagellation onto yourself because you want to keep beating up on yourself based on what other people are doing when you have no idea what their life was, what triumphs they went through, what what pain they went through, what it took for them to get where they are. 
And and guess what? No one is built the same. No one is created the same. We are all individual beings of creation created differently for the purpose of seeing something different when we look at the world so that we can share that knowledge with the source so that the source can create new galaxies, new worlds, new dimensions off of our experiences that we go through with our interaction with ourselves as creation. Creation seeing creation. So when you go to compare yourself to someone, you're not comparing anything because there is no comparison. It's an illusion. It is an illusion of vision that does not exist, but is self-created with the idea that it does only to make you suffer and feel that you're not good enough. Who has the right to say you aren't good enough? No one, not even your family, not even your parents, not even the people you date have the right to say you're not good enough because they don't have a right to tell anyone they're not good enough because what is good enough for them may not be good enough for you. And so as you begin to move through all of that static and all of that chaos, instead of running from it, instead of hiding and ducking and covering from it, you take it and you mold it into a powerful source energy that you use to propel your ideas, your creativity, to stand strong, to ground you in your power, in your strength, in your vision, in your intention. That is what he means when he says you have to go through the motions and start living with radical intention. You have to tap in, and I'm going to say it again, you have to tap into the big you, not the you that wants to play small to make everyone comfortable, not the you who goes and people pleases everyone so you don't get into conflict and and make people feel that they don't like you because not everyone is going to like you. Welcome to planet earth. Hello, ding dong, right? Knocking at the door of truth. Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to understand you because everyone is living in different worlds. And as long as other people live in different worlds, and as long as other people are going through different experiences, the only person who has to like you, ding dong, knocking at the door of truth is you. The only person who has to accept you is not your person that you're dating or your family member or the person that you're doing business with or whomever it is, it's you. Ding dong, the door of truth. Why? Because when you accept you, you are then making it clear to every single being, including the universe, that you accept you. So the people who have to show up will also accept you. And the ones who won't, won't need to come into your path because you have what is called clarity. And clarity is so important. And that is what Drew Canal has. He has clarity. He got clarity. And when he got clarity, he saw, yeah, I could feel like the worst person in the world for all the abuse and pain that I've gone through. So could I. I mean, yeah, I'm a shaman, but I went through a lot of physical abuse as a kid. And as you can see, I'm not going to let that deter me from being who I am as Shaman Dirk to help you or as Drew Canal or anyone who's stepping into that place of power. Because We turned all that pain, all that hurt, all that anguish, all those words, all those lies, and we sculpted it into this powerful source ball, this powerful source energy, and we fueled our rocket ship of radical intention with it so that we could blast off 
and then go and transverse to other different dimensions of thought, idea, and understanding, and then make our way back to share it with everyone around us. And that is the key to true transformation. It's not transforming because you have to, because someone tells you you have to. It's transforming the suffering, the pain, the hurt, the anguish, all of the things, the abuse, you name it, all the things that you feel was not okay and fair and done to you or you've done to yourself. There is this great understanding that when you move beyond the victim and you get into a space where you recognize that the victim stays a victim because you keep reminding it, it's a victim by going and repeating over and over and over and over and over and over and over over all the horrible horror stories that you've gone through and lived and you're continuing to live. Because even if you think you're living in a different time, you're actually going back in time through your mental, your mental time machine and going back to the moment of those painful experiences and drawing its energy into your present moment, which means that you're constantly reliving that pain and your body, your emotions, and every part of your being sees it like it's happening again. Doesn't see that it's gotten away from it. Doesn't see that it's moved away from it. Remember, when people abuse people, they abuse people because people are still being abused because they're stuck in a time. They're stuck in that time when they were abused. So they're acting out in their body in the present moment when they're stuck in the past that they start abusing people because they're still being abused. For whatever abuse they've experienced, they're trapped in that dimension. It's their own purgatory. In order for you to be able to get out of victim consciousness, get out of, I have to suffer, I'm not good enough, I'm this, I'm that, all these stories that people like to tell themselves to validate the untruths that were told to them have to be broken and shattered and diminished and evaporated so that you can step into taking all that energy that you've taken and smashed and evaporated and molded into a powerful source, a powerful source of energy to fuel, again, your radical intention for change. You have all of the capabilities and you have all of the information that you need. And Drew has shared such a beautiful story with us of triumph and victory over difficulty, pain, and suffering to create an amazing company. And also stepping into that place of recognizing how he not only took it from the fitness life, he took it into understanding how to create a, a loving collective dedication for community, a collective dedication. That means he built his company with people who have the vision to create change. That's the collective, right? So whenever you bring people into your life, you want to make sure that people are aligned with a higher vision so that way you can create and collaborate and do beautiful things together. He created this collective community to support community for healthy nutrition, right? So that they created this company called Organifi. Organifi. And, and you got you to gotta check out this company, right? Because 
what is Organifi? It's teaching you how to not only like with fit life make your body look good, but also make your body feel good inside. And when your body feels good inside and your body looks good on the outside, hmm, what that does for you and how that makes you feel and how it opens up so many doors of joy and happiness and and harmony within yourself because you like what you see and you like what you feel. And that, that says a lot, right? And so when you get into that space of realizing, wow, I can create an amazing body and I can create amazing inside and feel good and look good, and live my life as a leader of legacy. And so, again, not only did he take his pain and suffering and the things that he went through and the roadblocks that he came upon, he created fit life, right? And then he opened and created Organifi, which with his passion and love, his need, and when I say need, because need is an urgency and there is an urgency for transformation of our world. And we get to experience all of these things. And we got to listen to his expert knowledge of how he went about coming into that space and what he created and the beautiful conversations we've had about why people choose not to make those choices. You've heard such a beautiful conversation. And I was so happy to have Drew Canole on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast a beautiful man with a powerful heart for the people, for everyone, and for a better life for both women and men and for people all over the world, all coming out of the pain, the hurt, the setbacks, the difficulties to amplifying that into something through alchemy to create something new that not only enriched his life, but enriches the life of so many other people. I had to share that with you. I love you. And I know that you can take all of that and transform your life for the good. Bye. I've created the Healing Temple because people all over the world want and need healing but don't have the access to those healers or can't afford them. One of the biggest high-ticket items in the world today is remote healing, but some sessions cost hundreds to even thousands of dollars. And for only $10, the Healing Temple is a collective space for people to come together every Friday for 30 minutes. Participants are opening a wellspring of abilities, alleviating stress and brain fog, where the mind becomes more optimized and performance-based and where you learn to utilize energy to up-level your consciousness. The Healing Temple also helps to break down walls where you begin operating in awareness of wellness, feeling ambitious and inspired like things are really changing in your life. Inside the Healing Temple, you're also stepping into a world where you might experience phenomenons that you thought wasn't possible. Something as small as a chill or the hair standing on the back of your neck becomes like an opening door. Some members have even said they've experienced increased psychic abilities and that these sensations have intensified with following sessions. I've trained my powers to impact change and I've learned how to get results. 
Who doesn't want to feel good? The Healing Temple is not only beneficial to you, but also to those around you. Because when you're feeling good, you shine that positive energy onto others. Your partner, your children, co-workers, even your dog or your cat. Everyone around you begins to feel better because you are feeling better. It's a rippling effect that's much needed on this planet. We need the Healing Temple more than ever right now because of all that's happening in the world, the social political structures, calamities, chaos, and feelings of hopelessness and despair. The social climate is on high, and this pressure cooker is taking a negative toll on how many of us feel. The Healing Temple offers comfort on a global level because when more people are feeling good, the more kindness, generosity, and realness is generated. For only $10, I invite you to become part of the community that seeks to do good, to feel good, and to make this world a better place. Go to shamandurek.com and click the Healing Temple to join our wellspring of healing, restoration, and elevated consciousness. See you in the temple. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Tribe, I love you all so much. And if you want to stay connected, be sure to check me out on IG at Shaman Durek. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please visit shamandurek.com or contact info at shamandurek.com to learn more. And remember, tribe, no matter what, stay lit.